Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. You are now tuned in to The Takeover with Kristen and Christine. Merry Christmas, y'all. Listen, all that little jingle needed was some table snap- smacking. Yo, I'm like we was in the, in the, lunch the cafeteria, room, you like, know? Dead ass. Wow. <laughs> Listen, y'all, it's we're just on a high. Like, The Takeover as well. You know, just everything. We're just... Go our personal go lives, go crystals. All of Lavin, it. Yo, last week really <laughs> did this, like... Last week's episode is the impetus for impetus. Yes. Okay. Where I'm feeling. Okay, black girl lit. <laughs> you know, okay. a little schmutt and something. You know, you know, Amherst made me. I guess. You know, and, uh, your mother made you. That's a figgity fact. Um, <laughs> but yes, y'all, we are here in our last episode of 2017. Lord, wow. I feel like I've also been in 2018 for a little bit. Yo, speak on that just for a tad. Just because, you know, um, the planning stages of everything in my life mm. um, has started earlier on and thinking about what I want to manifest in 2018. Manifest. So Impetus, I've, manifest. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so I've been thinking about all these things that I want to come into fruition. Mm-hmm. Fruition. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> bitch. She I knew you were going to stop. So she got two out of one. All right, let's go. Let's go. Okay. So I knew. That 2018 was the year for me. And mm. so, and I have to make it that. Mm. So all these steps that I had to take, I'm like, I already got the ball rolling. And so I've been thinking about 2018 so much that I literally have been writing 2018. You literally have. And you shout know out to your strange? post on your personal Insta. I'm not going to. Yes. Got to yes. shout that out. That was bombs. I appreciate it. And I just feel like I've been writing it down. You know, sometimes when you get into the new year and you're writing, you're in 2018, but you're writing 2017. I'm in 2017. I'm right in 2018. Girl. So I feel like God is just Girl. talking to me right mm. now. And then on top of that, I also work at Donashoes.org. So I'm thinking of what the fiscal year is. We're not in fiscal year 17 <sighs> Financials. anymore. Financials, right? So I keep thinking of the fiscal year, which is already in 18. And so all of those things combined, me planning for the new year ahead of me, mm. us thinking about what the, the takeover Listen, the takeover has to use a calendar now. Listen. Like- because we usually just have these things like we text back and forth and we're like, like oh, I guess we'll okay. go to this yep. tomorrow. Um, but no, it's like set, we're, scheduled, we're low key, lowest sign sealed, delivered, sign sealed, delivered, booked, low key, booked and booked, busy. Like no, actually, yeah. yeah. And for me, like I'm not, I'm not in 2018 yet. I'm like anticipating it, like OD, like mm-hmm. down to like what am I doing for New Year's Eve? Which if you know, please let me know because I don't know. <laughs> if you know, let her know. <laughs> um, but no, I, I'm looking at 2017 as like. It was my year, mm-hmm. but 2018 will also be my year. So, yes, like, yes. 2017, like, we graduated from college. Like, I have to put a whole stop on that one because right. mm. if you had told me in 2013, the the month called September, actually the month called August, that I would have graduated and, like, with two degrees. Yes, two. And two of one, them joints. But two. Two of them is naive, things naive, okay. you feel naive me. Um <laughs> Been able to go to Cuba, mm-hmm. been able to make a good friend, mm-hmm. to have a popping radio, radio show, show with that podcast. friend, turn podcast, mm. be able to, you know, afford a podcast, mm-hmm. like... Oh, word, Just speak on it. And then to, like, act, but actually to be able to gain something from all of those experiences, the good, the bad, and the ugly. If you had told me that in 2013, when I was like, oh, yeah, I'm class of 2017, then 2017 came... 
and like honestly like even my graduation day was like not the best but we're not gonna go there <laughs> but um mine either <laughs> i mean i mean typically things happen for both of us at the same time or around the same time so yes but anyways um Nah, 2017 was definitely a year of growth. Every I, I see everybody saying it on, you know, their IGs, their social media in general. Now I'm really like, I grew a lot. So now let me use what I've learned in 2017 and take it into 2018. So with that, the takeover wants to tell you about what, how we closed 2017. Right. And so we did that with you all, with our loyal listeners. So yes, because we had the giveaway, we chose two of our loyal listeners that reposted um, the episode covers and their just like a opinion on a specific segment and that was Arnell and Darius. Um, I don't know their at names off the top of my head. Um, Arnell's is at Arnell Love, A-R-N-E-L-L-E Love and Darius is Deem Co. Is it? I Deem something. No, sir. Yes. It's D-E-E-M-C-M-O. Oh, so D-E-E-M-C-M-O. Deem C-M-O. Yes, there you go. Yeah. So, shout outs to both of them. You can see them on our um, takeover Instagram. They're lovely photos. And the lovely photos of the night will be going up tomorrow. You yes. know, we don't want to, you know, give you all too much. But they'll be, they should have gone up by the time you listen to this episode, basically. Um yeah, but it, it was, was just a great night. Oh my like, gosh, yeah. Phenomenal friends because we met them at separate times in our lives. Um, I met Darius in high school as I like elaborated that one time. I was like, oh my gosh, I have such an amazing friend mm-hmm. on this uh, on this show. And I met Darius through Kristen, mm-hmm. virtually just like hearing his name right. throughout college, but then finally actually meeting him during Friendsgiving. Yep, yep. Not too long ago, literally right. November. Right, and now we're friends so that's cool <laughs> yes and then we met arnell when we were on our trip in cuba mm-hmm. um we were in a class called los estudios afro caribe which actually ended up just being a whole class on santeria but yeah well if that's what afro caribe means to them then um that's what we learned and we got good grades so we sure that's did. all that matters <laughs> uh-huh and so we met her there she um we literally was like who's this black girl in this class with this amazing bountiful hair, hair. that's always in a different style, but consistently fleeked. On top of that, her outfits, which, you know, we didn't have that much clothes to bring with us. Like, oh, we yeah. couldn't bring our closets, although me and Kristen both really tried to. We had OD <laughs> stuff Ooh, with us. That money to pay for bringing all that stuff into the country. Overweight bags. Insane. Jesus. But her outfits were always consistently head to toe. Fleek. So, and then Arnell and ended up finding out that Arnell literally lives like around the corner from me. Yeah. Um, and we'll actually, after this recording, um, we'll be going to her friend's Christmas. So that will be cute. Yeah. But yeah, it was just great to see both of them at Caribbean Social, which if you live in Brooklyn or the New York City area and you have a group of up to four people and you want it to be very intimate and just love up on each other as you eat some good food, mm-hmm. head down to Flatbush Avenue between Martens and Linden. Yep. It just opened up in December. You can easily pass it because it literally it, it to me I didn't I don't think of Linden or Flatbush as like restaurant row you know right, right. I don't think of it as that but I feel like it just like took rest it took a restaurant out of restaurant row and just like put it smack that right into in our Bro- hood yeah into Brooklyn right and I think it's so beautiful because this is what we need we need black entrepreneurship we need black ownership we need people that are going to Play bring the upscale. Our, right, bring the upscale, but preserve our culture. And I feel like that space 
did it so immaculately. The the wooden architecture, we have the music that they were playing. I was like, just all this culture reggae. I don't know about anybody else, but knowing that Brooklyn, um, Flatbush Avenue, that area is it like was a just, hub, right? And it was just calling little little Caribbean, little Caribbean. Yeah. So for them to do that, like to put that restaurant there, and like literally play all these old school reggae sounds, these old right. soca sounds, like. It just made it feel like they were playing, paying homage to a neighborhood that has been consistently like they just had to rely on itself culture and, exactly, and also had to rely on itself to like make that space. So to be able to make a uh, another space within that space that mirrors the space. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. Um, Inception. Listen, <laughs> our people are just amazing. So shout outs to the owners of Caribbean Social. You guys have outdone yourselves. I know you guys have another restaurant very similar in East Flatbush and all to have one on main Flatbush, like shout outs to you. The girls were in their, you know, blue dresses all oh. matched. Oh my God. Beautiful. All the waitresses and the men as well. They were and dressed they were very so, well as well. All of them were so kind. Oh, like, okay. cracking everybody was helping. Us. Everybody oh was helping gosh, us like yes. down to the security guard, like down <laughs> to. The, so Kian, if you listen to this, which hopefully you do, um, shout outs to you. Shout outs to you because you took our pictures <laughs> for the night. So that was quite ecstasy. Um, the food was great. Kristen oh, had a nice snapper. I had snapper a snapper. Fish, oh my God. When I tell Bomb. you. And you know what? I don't think I read the whole menu like when I saw it because I was just like, snapper? Ooh. Stoos. Yeah. Ooh, I was like, oh, it's lit. Fish? What? Kristen loves a fish. If you, you will get Kristen's stomach if you make her a good fish. A good one. <laughs> Keyword good, not not no dirty, no dry. mediocre, like clean, good seasoned fish, like moist, not dry, because it came from the sea, so it needs to be moist, <laughs> right? <laughs> and this snapper was just so impeccable, and it came with okra on top. Now yeah. everybody know that I love me an she okra, love our okra, jeez, stew and stew and soup by itself, fry just up, fry up anyway. You give it to me, I will take. Okay, and so. They had the okra just nicely placed on top. They had the peppers, the onion. They had like the little, um, they made sure to put the, what is it? The you know, the broth. Oh. The broth. The um, the escovitch keep... sauce. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. like, <laughs> what is sitting in? Like the vinegar. The oh, jeez. It was just beautiful. And it was just so tasty. And it was one hell of a fish. And I couldn't even eat it. Finish we it all there. We tried to help her and we could it not It could not be it. done. Nobody I, can yeah, cross it. Nobody. And <laughs> I had the um, mac and cheese balls mm, as my appetizers. Good. Those were good. I took a piece of that. Yes, you did. And the thing that she couldn't take a piece of, because another thing about Kristen, fun fact. Yeah. Um, not too fun, but Kristen <laughs> is allergic to shrimps. Mm-hmm. But I just had to have. They the looked sh- so good, though. It was really good. Nice. And they weren't the puny shrimp. They were they big, juicy. juicy shrimp. Juicy shrimp. I could Yo. tell. I used to eat shrimp back in the day until I, I realized I was allergic now. Right. So I know what a good shrimp look like. Yums. Uh, <laughs> But it was the shrimp curry fettuccine mm, mm. Alfredo. Where they do that at? The S and it, everything was there. The Alfredo was there. The fettuccine was the there. Fettuccine. The the um what else I said? The curry mm. was the essence mm. of curry was just mm. it was emanating. I got another A one. Curry emanating. Yeah. Alfredo. Curry Alfredo. Where they do that at? Only at Caribbean Social. Listen, y'all gonna get, need to get into it. It's, it's just amazing. It's bomb. It's phenomenal. The lighting, the blue lighting, the vibes. wood, the 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 gold. Um, the gold like accents. Accents. There you go. That's the word. Mm-hmm. It was just really a really beautiful experience. And then having our friends like meet each other and like 
learn more about us as the takeover because like even learning about the takeover before the takeover became right. the takeover. So our friendship mm-hmm. and how that evolved and learn about what they have learned from us and what how they think of our podcast. Exactly. Where can we go? Like they literally were giving us such great gems of advice. So once again, thank you to Darius. Thank you to Arnell. Um, we are so grateful that you all were our first winners of anything on our podcast. Yes. Um, and it will truly go down in both of our memories as well as just the overall brand's memory of, you know, that we're touching people. We literally are. So thank you. We also went to very quickly, you know, after the party is the after party. After the Let's dinner see. is the party. Shout outs to my boy. Kai Bryant will always be my boy. Been friends since 2007. Still rocking. That's 10 years of friendship. Mm-hmm. I know, Raul. That just touched me. I didn't even. That just came to that's my head. That's a decade. That's a decade of like. Friendship. That's when you, you literally. That's wow. wow. That's brotherhood and sisterhood. But yeah, so <laughs> his birthday's in January. Hold up. Okay, so there's no cameras here, but she really just took her, her two, two knuckles and, I, and knocked them together because that's how we were. We tight. But his birthday's in January. But you know, it's already it's like Sag Capricorn season. Mm-hmm. Things going on. Uh-huh. So he was. Uh-huh. So he was promoting um, a grown and sexy at Club Love. Right. It was a party. You know what? <laughs> It was so it felt, it felt good. It felt like home. It I'll was right. I feel like I I was finally home in Brooklyn. You can it's so interesting to actually like tell the difference between parties like a a party at UMass for example or, and a, a party, party at, at Mount Amherst. Holyoke and a party at Amherst, <laughs> a party in Drew House versus the right, Powerhouse. A party in Manhattan versus a party in Brooklyn. A party in Harlem versus a party in the Bronx, like very different. But yes, it, it. I feel like he brought out a lot of people. He did. He was a very good promoter for the night. He had like at least twenty the, people in there packed. for him. It was packed, and for, like it ended at three thirty, and it didn't look like people really wanted to go. go. Like when the lights came on at three twenty-seven, people were like, "You're disrespectful," because <laughs> whatever song was on, I don't remember. People were still getting it. Precisely. But yes, it was great. We met some really cool people there. So. Shout out to you all who followed the takeover last night. We appreciate that as well. Um, Kristen got to meet um, Kai's sister. Oh, yes. Who just came back from her first semester in college. So shout out to you, Kale. The family was there. It was nice and tight. She's and lit. Her her braids are beautiful. Oh, I, 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 didn't, I didn't get to tell her that, but that's, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, how <laughs> nice. But Club Love is also just, it's a nice spot. Like once you get upstairs, keyword once you get upstairs, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about what happened to us downstairs, but... They took my my contact solution. They dropped my phone on the floor and didn't pick it up. But anyways. Why did you take my contact solution? Why did they you threw out all my, my pens. Flo- why did you drop my phone on the floor and not pick it up? I get it. A pen could be a weapon, but contact solution? Contact like, we not solution? at the airport, bro. Like, this, I understand liquids. Like, what I'm going to do, put my alcohol in a... You're going to get scissor off of contact lotion, apparently. Contact <laughs> solution, apparently. I'm sad because some things cost money. It's like $7 a pop. Right. But... All in all, I think we had a great Friday. Yes. We're winding down on this Saturday. And we were winding down in Club Love. <laughs> we really was winding down. Winding down. But, um, yeah, so, and now Saturday's winding down and we're going into, you know, Christmas Eve and Christmas. And then you'll be getting this on the day after Christmas. So, so Merry Christmas. When it comes. Well, <laughs> it has come to you already. <laughs> yeah. But, yes. That was our lovely little nice recap of our Takeover Friday. Yes. We do not have anything planned for the, the next week. Wow. Because I'll be you'll in, be away. Yes, I'll be away. I'll be in Baltimore. Um, If y'all know about a makeup artist somewhere out there, let me know because... 
She, yeah, she needed an MUA because... I need my face. I'm not going to tell y'all what the outfit is looking like, but the outfit, when she puts up that picture, I cannot wait, okay? She said, I cannot. See, I'm going to be looking nice. I can tell y'all already. Um, One part of my ensemble... Uh-huh. I saw, uh-huh. One part of my ensemble for New Year's Eve will be the furrer, okay? The furrer. I'm not going to tell y'all the rest of the outfit, but let me just tell you, furrer and slit, okay? That's it. Mm-hmm. Furrer and slit. And skin. No, just slit. Don't tell them about the skins. Just the slit. Well, the skin must... If there's a slit, there's a skin. There must be a skin. Jesus. But yes, so next week we don't have a takeover together, but when we come back together yes. after the New Year's, you will be up for a big surprise. Right. I, I don't we, even know. It's so hard for me to are, not say We are anything. legally at, not at liberty to tell you anything. Right. So Okay. Whew. All right. Now, going straight into it, we're going to do our... Black lights. You said it this week. That's yes, nice. I did. Well, you'll be saying something else this no, week. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, who do you want to talk about for black light, Kristen? French Montana. This is my boy. Montana. That's how he says it. Montana. Yes, Montana. Um, Frenchy for short. You know. Um, he hails from here, so that's nice. He, he's no, he's not from here though. He's not from New York. I think he's like Middle Eastern. No, but he hails from he? New York. I mean, oh, it does he though? Listen, he. What do you he, mean he hails from? What does I think that mean? he reps. He reps New York. Was oh, okay, he okay. born in Morocco? But like Morocco. he's a, But he's like he's like New York bred. When I think of him, I feel like he's oh, a New York vibes. Boy, okay. But he's Moroccan, yes. so that means he is black. That means he's African. Oh. Does that mean you're black? To be from Africa, does that mean that you're black? No, because they got some Europeans in. Oh, true. Well, that's what we want to talk about for the black light. So well, go yes. Ahead, well, yes. Anyways, <laughs> I mean. Is he black? I don't think right now is my time to it's, debate it's about or his to figure it out. It's about his whatever. excellence. But you know what I appreciate is his contributions to black people. So, yes, we know him for the phenomenal music that he's put out because, you know, I love me some French Montana. His smile is impeccable in the oh music my videos, gosh. I must say. That's why I call him Frenchie because like, he just seems so kind. Because when you, when you like, get to the end of Frenchie, you smile. Yes. Frenchie. <laughs> like. And um, so he's currently raising money to support Ugandan women. Um, I think it's phenomenal specifically that he chose these women, like not Ugandan people, no, Ugandan women. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he had his hit song where he was he recorded it unforgettable in Uganda. Um, so he filmed there, but he was not only able to do touristy things, you know, going to see like beautiful sights and you know, talking to people, but he made sure that he visited a place that was in need of help. Mm. And I the, the, it was this hospital that it only housed 50,000 people. So it was not of service to as many people as needed. Um, and so currently with the money that they raise, so mm-hmm. this is not only um, French Montana, but Diddy um, contributed, The Weeknd yeah, contributed. It was the global citizen. Right. And so they were able to um, get the, the foundation built on uh, a place that will house 300,000 people. So... We're talking like more than double, more than double the amount of people that they were formerly able to flip it and tumble. Okay, and so he does like I mean his song was connected to this this fundraising because he was able to like do this little dance um the unforgettable challenge dance group right and so people were able to (laughs) you know use that to build awareness and raise money and now you see it flourish into something that is so important and most specifically is the fact that um a lot of Ugandan women were dying in childbirth or are dying in childbirth, which, you know, um, the United States is 
dealing with that as well, specifically for black women, um, even educated and um, healthy women still are dying at unprecedented rates mm-hmm. after childbirth. But in Uganda, this is also happening. And so knowing that it's a, it's, this is a human epidemic, mm-hmm. you know, and so he is contributing in one of the most phenomenal ways I could imagine is literally building out a resource, using his money to directly contribute to a phenomenal cause to make sure that our people are sustained far beyond We can birth. live so that we can live. Live. Like, can we live? live? Can we Look live? Look and live, my brother, I'm live. Jesus, she took us to church, yes. That's my grandmother's song. Oh, yes, girl. But yes, it's just great. Like, I am. I agree with this one. I co-sign it. I like it, Christine. Yes. That was dope. He belongs in the black light. So yeah. I definitely. And to all like the, just a recap of 2017, all the non, like non-black or non-black people, because I guess he uh, he's Moroccan, but you know, we don't know what, he, I don't know if he identifies as black, but just thinking about in general, like the non-black people over the course of the year who have also like just contributed to the culture and just has been putting things down. Like when I think about it, like I was listening to Drewski on my way here, like mm-hmm. he was DJing and like that was dope. Like. Mm-hmm. So many people who, you know, you have to give back to the people yeah. who are the most oppressed. And that sometimes often is the black people. So and they're the creators of these things. And to to even see them like flourish in this way and mm-hmm. you are able to contribute or you're able to be a, a, a part, part of, of what they've exactly. created. Like you want to make sure that you're sustaining those communities right. as well. That's dope. Um, speaking of that, we're on to. We're not going to sit here and do this, Kristen. We have a crickets. Brandon, do you Brandon, do you <laughs> want to say it? Brandon, you're going to say it because I'm not saying it. Okay, so we're going to talk about Bardier Cardi. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Ooh. called, it's, there's a there's a, <laughs> there's a segment that we do about, you know, hot stuff that has come onto the radios <laughs> or um, Spotify and um, iTunes, you know, all those, um, I'm not even going to say that word, platforms. Wow. Streaming <laughs> platforms. But Bardier Cardi, you know, it's a new song. Mm-hmm. I said the word new, so you must know it's the new music segment. I'm right. not. Right. No, so you, we don't have the sound effect because I'm not going to say it. So I guess she's not going to say it. So, yes. we are New the, music. New music. No, that's still not right. But, okay. <laughs> new music. New music. Okay. I should have bet on that one. Now. <laughs> so but, no, like. So this is so when we talk about new music, we usually talk about it like in a positive sense. And this is not to say that Bardier Cardi is not good. <sighs> we usually break down all of the our reasons why we like it that we and introduce like, to you guys exactly. But the reason why we're introducing Bardier Cardi to you is because it's been long awaited. Like at least four or five other episodes than this one, we've talked about Cardi and how we're awaiting her upcoming albums, her projects, any singles. And Bardier Cardi came out. Yesterday, Friday, December 22nd at midnight, and I was underwhelmed. I have a big smile on my face only because we had this conversation in the studio behind the scenes. So um, we were talking about, is she able to sustain um, herself? Is she a lyricist? Like, what are we expecting? What are her fans expecting? But what audience is she actually contributing to? And so... Who is she, basically? Like, what is she finna do? And unfortunately for me... With Bardier Cardi, she went back to her mixtape days, which weren't bad, but they weren't what I thought she would have given us after a Bodak Yellow, after a Lick, after a Forever. Like, Mm -hmm. you went from Forever and Lick to Bodak to good-ass features like Motorsport, Mm -hmm. and now you're giving me Bardier Cardi? 
You're giving me literally like you, and it's not a gathering, so don't even come for like it's not a gathering. But you're giving me this, like you're giving me you talking about Offset, Offset talking about you, like you talking about what you do with Offset, like. Love is a strange thing. And I think she that's told what us that. Is. Listen, she told us it, on her Snapchat that's and really she what it is. and she did her SEO, her search engine optimization by making sure she shared it on all her social media mm-hmm. that she does not care about us caring or not caring about the fact that she said Offset's name maybe a million times in one song. Listen, he <sighs> he engaged her like the the ring on her she fingers. got the half a milli as I she mean, said if i had a ring on my finger that reminded me of him every single time i might be saying offset name <laughs> 17 million times because i look at it look at the ring and be like offset 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 i offset. love you offset i love you wow <laughs> offset offset um but he he offsets the song though it's not good <laughs> i don't like it oh my that's God. how i feel um but i agree i agree because it, it i mean i was just looking for lyricism and I, I did I didn't get that. I didn't get enough lyricism. There might be some there might if I go back to it and I look at the lyrics, there might be some, you know, bops within it, but it's not an overall bop. The purpose of it. You know what? I think is I think it's just the oversaturation of his of name, that. aka the word offset. Um And her and her name too. Like I like when she says her name, Cardi, but now the Cardi plus offset, like it's it like the two much. names saying same time, and I feel like I mean that's what you need in a, like a chorus. You need a repetition, you or a hook, or, or you need that to make you need that repetition because and you need the jingle about you guys, exactly. So. But I feel like maybe it was a little bit too much, so it seemed like it was overwhelming she the song. She and so you you were not paying attention to the actual lyrics, but you're paying attention to this hook that's literally like Talk, delineating what seventy five percent together like Offset's name, yes, and just fifteen percent. Yeah was verbs that talks about what does Cardi <laughs> do to Offset and what Offset does to Cardi. Right. Anyways, purpose of the Shout song, I'm confused. <laughs> the production was all right. Like, I could jig to it while I'm... It's good car music. I'll give her that. But we were listening into in the car and... And, and we still didn't like it. Yeah. I, I move on. Back to the purpose. <laughs> I'm still confused. Um, But it's already hyped. And it's so hyped because it's already on the radio. Literally, it came out at midnight. Mm-hmm. Friday morning, and we were in the car at 9 p.m., 10 p.m., and it was playing on 105.1 yeah. already. I feel like she's the hood's people, so we're going to respect her. Like, her grind is yeah, impeccable. impeccable. And her... She's on everybody's magazine cover. Right, I give and her the that. moves, the... The, the pl- money The power moves. moves, the magic moves, the money moves. All of those like things Steve are Like Steve Madden, like Steve Madden with the shoe. It's not Louboutin yet, mm-hmm. but it's Steve Madden. You know what I'm right. saying? Like... Billboard covers, um, all these shows like international hitting, hitting, hitting literally like hitting playlists and bill like literally hitting everything that you could possibly imagine. Like 2017, she was the winner. It was the year of Cardi. Right. I'll give her that. And so it's I a- think that is natural for them to con- cons- consistently play her on the radio because yeah, we're giving yeah. her that chance. You know, three of her songs was like lit, 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 and then that one that really popped off and like took her to new heights. I feel like they're gonna play her just to her pay song just for respect. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a a like she's thing. the hood's people, and so I think maybe like the next three or four might be serious critique. I need an album when the album comes out because it was supposed to come out in October. It was supposed to come out in November, December. You know, things are moving, and I totally understand that about our artist process. But Cardi, when it comes out, I want to be able to feature it in new music, and like be able to like absolutely love the song or at least mm-hmm. love something about the song. Yes. 
Speaking of new music coming out in 2018, yes, Kristen, who do you expect to put out a good project or new music? New music, new music in 2K18. <laughs> I think we agree on this one. Yes, this is King, like King 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 Ree. Ree. King like Ree. Rihanna. Rihanna, when you drop that album, because you they like hinted at it, sprinkles yeah. here and there on social media that she's in the studio. I'm I know, ready. I know what Auntie did for us in Cuba. Like, right. Work, 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 work. We were literally playing work, like the video on this big screen. In at our number one club, video restaurant bar. type thing. Everything at space, once. Oh like, my gosh. And they loved us. And we literally would have them play that song all the time. And they would love watching it because it was two music videos. So yes. they could watch them both back to back. Shout outs to um, Dulce Habana. Shout outs to the Paquete. I'm shout outs to the Paquete. What shout outs to the Paquete. The Paquete is the, Paquete? The, Paquete is the Cuba's bootleg. So think about it like this. You want to get content, but you don't got access to internet right now. Mm-hmm. So what you're going to do, you're going to go to your best friend house. He got this big, uh, well, everybody's best friend. He has this big ass computer and he has the servers from Florida mm-hmm. that he's gotten from his cousin or his uncle or whatever. And it gets loaded on with tons of things from movies to shows to music, music mm-hmm. videos, all the content that you want that you can't get because it's on the internet and you don't you can't afford two dollars per hour of internet because that's the reality in Cuba and unfortunately the average person only makes twenty four dollars a month. I repeat, the only the average person only makes twenty four dollars a month. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go to the paquete because the paquete can fill up your eight gigabyte USB for less than 50 cents right with shows all the latest shows the newest movies not even the award shows we were watching award shows that we were missing like so yes auntie came out when we were in cuba and we watched it we listened to it we watched the videos as they came out one by one and so rihanna when you dropped that in 2018 girl i'm waiting i'm gonna be ready she's getting she might she's gonna get uh, all my coins fenty beauty coins you know my spotify coins my my bitcoins that i don't even have she's getting all the coins do you think beyonce will drop something in 2018 she's dropping a lot of social media right now which i love because we finally see her i mean it's still not candid beyonce it's post there's no such thing as candid beyonce yeah she will never give us she's like beyonce always on beat she that's a fact. Beyonce always beat, beat and Beyonce, Beyonce right? Beat Beyonce, <laughs> like BB beat Beyonce. Right. Beyonce always on beat. Beyonce always beat. beat non-negotiable Beyonce. Nadine. Listen, she's a non-negotiable Nadine. She's a sensitive Susan. She's a jovial um, Justine. Justine. Mm-hmm. She's a jovial. All, all of that. That is what she is and wants. So. No, she might drop something. She might. She'll definitely drop some songs. Yeah, you not sure about the album. album. Yeah, I think the babies are still fresh. Facts. I mean, Lemonade is still out here, just making moves, power moves. Apparently, it's everybody's anthems at some times so, in their lives. Yeah. So hey, but yeah, that is the new music part. Kristen, please just say, can you just try? New music, new music. At least she tried. Oh my god, it sounded like you know on a like music <laughs> choice or like on oh, yeah. old radio. You are now tuned I, in. I like I like ten o'clock when you know it gets dark and you're listening you know, the, to everybody's a nice little soft being voice, sultry yeah. and whatever. Yeah, new music, new mm. music. <laughs> okay, basura. I'll give it to her. I'll give that to her. I'm she not tried. giving. I, y'all tried. see me in 2018 with the new music. Yeah. She she told me that I was gonna do it, and I told you I was not. So I I keep to my word. <laughs> Kristen, what you got for Black Girl Lit? Well, and the lit is for what again? Literatura. Okay. Or literature. Yes. What you got? 
I have a quote that I got off of um, Twitter. Because, you know, the Twitter streets. Uh, You know what's funny? Side note, uh, my professor and my idol and my mentor, um, Professor Parm, she literally, we were talking about how do you even cite tweets? Because people put such insightful commentary. Information in 140 characters. Yes. Or less. Well, not 280, but still. Yeah. I mean, that's still a short amount of space and like the threads that people make, et cetera. All those things. Like, how do you cite that information in an academic article? You know, because... There has to be a way to, though there there are ways now, but just like making little things like syntax structure, all of that type of stuff. How do you integrate that into academia? But that's another uh, discussion. But I found this, um, this tweet um, is from I am brilliant spelled I am B-R-I-L-L-Y-A-N-T. And it, I, when I looked at that, I thought I saw a Brillo pad. B-R-I-L-L. Uh-huh. Because there wasn't the I. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, anyways. Continue. <laughs> I am brilliant, yes. I am brillo pad. Um, <laughs> uh, so he he writes, I have no interest in being for everyone. Sometimes my truth will taste like whiskey. Mm. And sometimes my truth will taste like nectar. Mm. But I will never dilute myself for anyone. I love this. And this resonated with me because... I am clearly on a personal journey. Um, I feel like I can express myself now because I actually have finally vocalized myself to both of my parents. Long time coming. Let me tell tell y'all. Okay, so me and my parents, I feel like I I still am seen as a younger child. You will always look at me. Like a 12-year-old. But also as a 12-year-old, I had a lot of responsibilities. And as I kept growing older, I still had a lot of responsibilities. So it's so strange that I'm being seen in this, like, younger light. You're not the only one, girl. Right. Same thing over here. So, um, and then I went to boarding school, which doesn't make it better. Because I feel like their last, like, real memory of me living home was when I was 12 years old. Right. And so I felt the need to address certain things. First with my dad. Um, just like actually talking through some of the things that I don't think we have necessarily seen eye to eye on Mm -hmm. and telling him how I feel literally just, these are my feelings. This is why I've been bottling up inside. This is what Caribbean parenthood does to you because you know, there's certain things that you can say. I'm triggered. (laughs) She's triggered. See and don't see, hear and don't hear. You do not talk back to your parents. And like, if you do, it's a certain tone and respectfulness that's to come along with it. And at the end of the day, they're always right. Pretty much. They don't apologize. And I. They don't say, I love you. Right. That's another thing. I feel like my grandmother was the only person that said it. And then when I went away to boarding schools, when I first started to really hear it. Went to college when I came to Amherst. Yeah, because they are a show and not they're a they're a um show and not tell type of culture, and I feel like in terms of love at least. So yeah, I was going through all of that and speaking to my dad. He it took it took a little bit. Like if he would start to speak over me, I would get quiet. So that calmness that I'm learning that I was telling Christine about because I used to get. I used to get bugged, really. I used to just start yelling and, like, stress myself out. Same. And then they still wouldn't understand me. Same. So it was like, girl, your point is not, it Same. still didn't get across. But I, it was a calmness that was over me. And every time he spoke over me, I just, like, got silent. Mm-hmm. And then he would say, he would recognize that I'm not speaking and say, what did you have to say? And so I was able to express certain things. And he actually apologized to me for certain That's things. Beautiful. I mean, we still don't see eye to eye on everything. But the fact that I mean, he was able to acknowledge. I don't think you ever will see right. eye to eye on right. everything with anyone. So the exactly. fact that you can make that step is, like, right. a step. And him apologize. And also him express his feelings to me. Like, 
which Caribbean parent is expressing their feelings to you? Ain't nobody opening up big. Right. <laughs> Literally, in, in a way that was like not yelling, not screaming, not being like, oh, I'm angry and this is the only emotion I could ever show. Right. And so he literally ex- broke broke it down to me and expressed himself to me, which is like we've never had that deep of a conversation ever. So I made moves there. And then today I officially had this conversation with my mom. And I feel like it just brought us like to a greater understanding where that calmness, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it will work for everyone, but I don't know. I feel like the way I was going about it in the beginning that I like hype, bottle everything in don't say anything or when you finally say something make it big and boisterous because like you're finally going to hear me and it doesn't work because i mean it's the same way it's the same reason why them yelling at us doesn't work me yelling back doesn't work right and so that calmness i said it in a very calm manner you know i'm trying to get my um my acne under control (laughs) so i was not trying to get too hype right no stress no no stress no stress so i spoke to her and then you know, I really felt like she heard me. She listened to me. And I think it's because I spoke in that calm way. And when she was, when she didn't hear me, I just shut up. And mm-hmm. I feel like they are starting to notice that more. So I feel like I'm in a better place with both my parents before 2018. And that calmness is not a dilution. I feel like that's very important. Right. Like- exactly. So back to that quote, right? You're right. Um, so the whiskey part. Cause when it's I- harsh. Whiskey is harsh. Like... Not it's just, alcohol. Not to say that I, I yeah exactly. I won't say that. right. It's harsh. It's alcohol. Right. And so it's not it's not gonna go down like Smooth. nectar. Like like although nectar is very 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 it's sweet thick and, and thick exactly. So it but that that's the point. It's like it's not gonna be sweet though. It's not gonna be super um in the like best way you want it. Right. Exactly. To your it's going to be how I want it. And sometimes you guys have to um. That silence, that like, okay, being quiet and being calm. Breathing, listening. Breathing and breathing deeply. Yeah, like in for five, out for ten on like, some real <laughs> stuff. Like. Literally just, I feel like it, because with that calmness, I was, because I was calm, I didn't have to like mince any of my words. And you were processing. Right. Like, what's my next move? Literally like, I thought before I spoke. And that was the most powerful thing. So I didn't usually have to, because you're so gifted, because you had to always be the one mm-hmm. you always had to speak before you thought right right which is like it's just because you have to move like rapid fire and that's not only the one like, i feel like my all my siblings do it too it's like we live a very fast-paced you life things are changing it. things are we are in need of things like there's five of us plus i have two siblings you know um my dad's side and then i have my niece and my nephew and like not everybody sees eye to eye and like all those type of things it's very you know, just but me learning as the one that's usually like a mediator or the in between or something like that. Me learning how to be calm and like get my points across was phenomenal. So I feel like this whole um not diluting myself because when I get angry, I start to like skip points and I don't make I don't I don't go in the, the I don't connect the dots. I don't I'm not being very cohesive about it because I'm like it's all rushing and when it's rushing, it's I said what like, I said. I said what I right. said. It's like it's kind of like you turning on the hot water. You know, like automatically, and you're and like, it scalds you, right? Like that's mm. what my blow up is like. So I feel like they're scalded and they're not gonna respond well to it. So the fact that I was able to get my points across on multiple levels with them was phenomenal, without diluting myself. And I feel like that's what I want to be in the future because this thing reads: I have no interest in being for everyone, but I had every interest in being for everyone, and that's the problem, right? Because because yeah. you were there, because you now because in some ways we are told that 
what we're doing on this earth, especially when you're someone that you're look up to by both people mm-hmm. older than you and younger than you, which is crazy. Like I can say that my mom <laughs> looks up to me and yes. like say that like with respect, like right. she does. Um, but the fact that in both of our situations that you have people older than you and younger than you that you know look up to you, it's like you think that you have the entire world on your shoulders and Mm. then the moon and the stars and the entire galaxy the galaxy and then you have to realize you have to let other people hold their stars hold their galaxies like you cannot hold it all up because guess what you can crumble and so yeah personal growth is great Kristen. i'm I'm glad you learned that from this quote yeah and i'm glad that my parents have been receptive to that you know because it because they're growing too right they are growing you you're never too old to grow and to learn and to to reevaluate how you go about certain things, and I feel like m- just my responsibility will teach them also how to do certain things with your other siblings. That's what my dad said. Lives. My dad said, like I've, I mean, like you're a parent, but like I've never been a parent to a 22 year old until you're 22. I've never been a parent to a 24 year old until you're 24. You know, so I've never dealt with this until you deal with it, and you, you don't get a playbook. You don't get like, and the even if blueprint. it's a 22 year old, there's five of you. So one of you were 22 at a time older than right. The other I've one. never and been. Each one is different. Exactly. I've never been a parent to a to 22 you, year old in you. 2017. You yeah, know, like, yeah. or I've never been a 22 year old to. I've, I've never, never been. been <laughs> I've never been a parent to a 22 year old in 2017. Or no, I've never um, been. A parent to Kristen in 2017. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Exactly. So that's really what it is. Um, And it's been amazing. And that's Christine beautiful. has also been um, a comforting presence and Aww. praying partner oh, in all of, of it. So that has been very, very helpful. Listen, yeah, I started. Uh, we're we're going to take a quick break. I think we need it. Just a little one. Mm-hmm. But I'll just say before we go on the break is that I started this podcast with Kristen at a time where I came out of my birthday had just gotten a job and was happy and angry and confused. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you like 18 episodes later, like it's, this is necessary. Right. This is a necessity. This is a necessity. And I hope it's a necessity for you guys too. Yes. So before we go on break, I just want to shout out the book that um mm-hmm. Billy Chapata, which is his real name, will be, um well, actually it's out already. So it's called Sour Honey and Soul Food. I mean, just the name alone. It's like, now I'm thinking about my actual palate and like right. what that which, tastes what like. Desire? Right. So yes, yeah, Sour Honey. You're going to desire this book. Mm, I will. And I want it. So <laughs> Sour Honey and Soul Food by Billy Chapata, B-I-L-L-Y. Chapata, C-H-A-P-A-T-A, and it can be purchased on Amazon. Beautiful. And so we'll be taking a quick break. All right, y'all. So and during this break, we just want to let you guys know, you know, we're open to having guests, people to come sit on the couches with us as part of the takeover. If you go back to episode one, if you're a creative, a tastemaker, a socialite, an activist, if you're a person that's going to be spending some time in New York City that wants to get your messages across and sit with us, Kristen and Christine, by all means, let us know through email at thetakovercc at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram in our DMs as well as Twitter. They're all the same at thetakovercc. Additionally, sponsorships, um, you know, if you're trying to you sponsor the takeover, you mm-hmm. feel me? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Cause you know, at the end of the day, we are really and truly two young black women reacquainting ourselves with the city that got jobs and bills and you know, a lot of things that we have to, you know, put aside for the takeover financially. 
and you know that you can really benefit from having your platform gel with ours, then by all means, same thing. Sponsorships. If you want to be put onto a sponsorship bundle, bundle deal for 2018, the takeovercc at gmail.com, email us, or Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at the takeovercc. Yes, we maybe we're young, but we're ready. Definitely. So let's get back into it. <laughs> do you want to? I think we should do. I mean, my I got it from my mama is very simple. Is very like similar to your black girl lit. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so it's about self control. <laughs> <sighs> I think my mom taught it to me in different ways. So she either she either always told me like you need to calm down, you need to calm down, like you're getting too hype. But she said it exactly how I just said it. And so it's not calm. It's not calm. So she's and not. It's not sh- teaching you. Or so sh- yeah. Right. So. Or like even other things like the yelling thing is the same thing in my household. So imagine you're getting it from mom and dad either at the same time or separate times. I'm getting it from one woman, 24-7, 25-8, (laughs) only her. And it's not until she tells somebody else, like my aunts and them, Mm -hmm. they also yelling at me in their houses. I remember when I was little. Oh, my gosh. So if I got in trouble on a Friday, Kristen. Mm -hmm. So Saturday, my mom beat me. (laughs) <laughs> and then she cussed me out and then I would cry and get headaches and we can still get ACS on cases because if that's the case we might have to be careful listen my mother I am all of 22 years of age I'm going to be a lawyer so I'm pretty sure it's going to be just fine I'm not pressing any charges <laughs> against Miss Lola Clark she's fine Okay, I don't want um, nobody else to you know Yeah, no, protect her if y'all come for my mother I'm going to come for y'all <laughs> that's it <laughs> and I'm going to have self control doing it but also then Sundays would come and Auntie Inez would be at church mm-hmm. or and my mother probably called her the night before Sunday, you know, because Saturday she beat me. Yes. So Saturday night she probably called. Auntie Inez had been like, this dirty kid, I done tell her X, Y, Z and she want, you know, cuss me and or whatever I did to her. Because I didn't, I never we, cursed my mom. Yeah, but but you still, a, you know, I basically you still cursed a reckless her. child. I was reckless. You know? um, Not reckless. I feel like reckless is the wrong word. No, I was but, reckless. You know, oh, oh, I, I was reckless. So. <laughs> I was smart, but I was quick at the mouth, very mm-hmm. quick at the mouth. And I would just like, I would I would also just look, like there was this time where I just wouldn't use my mouth and I would just, my mother would say something to me and I would then just look at her like, no. And she'd be like, why are you just looking at me with your eyes all open? Like, can you blink? And I was and like, I just looked at her and she was like, all right, you're being disrespectful and will beat me. Like, same thing. Yeah. So, anyways, as I was trying to say, so Sunday, Flat Saturday night, trigger. Auntie Ines, <laughs> Saturday night, Auntie Ines would hear. And so Sunday in church, she would smile at my face and be like, can't wait for, <laughs> you, can't wait for you to come to um to dinner because we'd have Sunday dinners over at Auntie Ines' house. And after the dinner, and I'm giving in my plate because Auntie Ines washes the plates, she would take the plate from me and then say, hold out your hands. Ooh, I used to get that too. Hold out your hands. Yo, Kristen, when I tell you. I also got you, to put your hands on the wall. <laughs> I didn't get that one. But when I tell you, my hands, these hands right here. These gifted hands. I mean, they are, yes. But these hands were red from all type. Like Basically, I've been taught self-control by my mothers in my life, those who have mothered me because... I think at times they've also had to learn self-control in raising me. Mm-hmm. Um, being a gifted child that was also an only child, I think, was something that they took for granted. Like, I spent a lot of time with myself. And with that time by myself, I'm processing a whole bunch of stuff. I'm observing a whole bunch of stuff that they probably didn't even know I was observing. And I'm writing in journals that 
things that if I go back and ever find those journals, I would probably be like, wow, at the age of six, seven, eight, I was having some big thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like, And so I acted on those thoughts like irrationally at times because I was by myself at times. Like that's yeah. what it is. And even like growing up as an only child, you know, I talk about, I've always had like good friends along the way and I didn't ever solidify my actual like friends that I know I'm going to be with me forever until I went to prep. Um, shout out, so shout out to prep for that. Like you gave me some great for friends. Um, I'm indebted to you for that very important thing. Um, but also then I went to, then I went to Polly, met some great people there. High school was all right, but I had a big experience where a big number of my friends that I thought I had were not my friends because senior year came College decisions came out. People wanted to act brand new. Um, but I digress. I went to college as the only person from my high school and then had to relearn the whole... I, I've had to relearn how to make friends a lot of to, a lot of ways mm. and not from my family. And so the idea is like my self-control, I've learned from my mothers and my family who I... My mother, my family, as well as friends. And it's been a great thing. I mean, I think... And now I take that self-control into my work. So I work with 12, 13, and 14-year-olds that when I look at them, I'm like, you literally are me. And, and you, I need want, <laughs> you need self-control. You need self-control. Like, what is you doing? Um, so, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Um, I'm going through this cleansing challenge, which I think is great. I'm on day yes, six. Yes, yes. And day six was to volunteer or give back time. And so I did that through a brunch that I had with my church family by coordinating it. And it felt so good. And yesterday was day five. Day five, you had to call a friend, family, or loved one who um, you haven't talked to in a while. And so I spoke to my half-brother, who I knew when I was younger, and then we lost touch. We've been here and there. And I haven't talked to him for over a year. He called me for Thanksgiving, and I did not pick up the phone. And I looked at the challenge, and I was like, he's the person to call. Mm. And I had self-control in that conversation. And I gained so much from having a real conversation with him about where we are as like as individuals, where we are as siblings, and like being able to accept that because I didn't accept that I was the last sibling from a different mother than most of them, and like being the youngest, I realized that I'm validated in having a lot of resentful thoughts, but mm. to accept them and to to have that self control with myself throughout it all by my mom giving me this life, though it may not be the cookie cutter, two family, two parent household and all of that. She's taught me that I can have myself and that I can also have control. Mm. I feel like there's so much to say here. Um, Woo, we might have we, to, we might have to have that conversation after. We're going to have the um, we'll, we'll, I feel like we'll continue, continue to weave it into um this uh this podcast yeah, in the new year, but it just like made me think about music. And the album control and your feelings about SZA, but we'll get to that. Yeah, sometimes that soon. was that was great. Um, um, the well, I was about to I was about to just let everybody know that the gathering um will not happen today. Dun, dun, dun. But yay, like as it is the it. season of giving, we don't need it, right? Um, and holidays, so no gathering. But we hope that you've learned from all of our gatherings. Yes. So go back. There's to episodes- enough. Go back to episodes one through 17. Majority of them have been Mr. 45, as rightfully so, uh-huh. because we've been oppressed by him and his whole administration. Um, we've talked about fathers. We've talked about women. We've talked about organizations just not stepping up when they needed to. Like, 
2018 should be the year of being proactive and taking stands for ourselves so that people won't have to be gathered anymore. So <laughs> during this holiday season, love your family, gather together, but don't try not to gather each other. Pretty much. And so we have only in NYC what's going on in the big apple. So, the we, apple. so we usually gather the MTA and only in NYC. Um, but I think we're looking at it in a more nuanced way today. Um, and that's the fact that the trains are kind of the people's problem as well. Gentrification and the influx of people into certain neighborhoods is also the reason why, you know, these trains are slowing down. Like, I'm not going to totally let the MTA off the hook mm-hmm. because there's no reason why all summer 2017, all summer 2016, all summers from 2000 to 2017, you've been fixing tracks You've been cleaning gutters. You've been taking out all this trash, but yet we still have slow trains and yet we still have trash fires, but yet the people do that too, right? So the people are throwing the trash right? and now MTA has to clean it up. I also feel like, they there's certain things called like um population trends and you can tell when, when a community is exactly like, influxes in community like literally there's sociologists that study these things there are ec- economists who study these things and they and pass on this information they to these pass organizations off these information so like the MTA is a big super house basically it like, is one of the biggest powerhouse like arguably the biggest transit yeah like system in the United States and so <laughs> you guys have to take that information seriously and I feel like they did not plan accordingly with that information being shared so now that you know we're having global warming and capitalism is bringing gentrification to the most beautiful hood of brooklyn where we live and therefore affecting all of new york city um it is no surprise that you're standing there for your bus that's going to take you to your train and you know you see the first bus go past and they have to send out three other buses because that first bus was packed and usually they only have to send a bus every five minutes now they're sending three buses at one time because there are so many people in one area. Like you go to the train and you see one train is coming. It's four minutes away, but the other one is 24 minutes away because that's a problem too, because so many people are standing on the platform that it takes so long for the train to empty out and then let in other people. So there's so many, or sometimes you don't even see minutes. You see delay. Right. Or you, or your train disappears. The train disappears, which has happened to us several times together. (laughs) We've been standing there like, you know, granted, like the takeover is sometimes out very late and we're just trying to wait for the train because we have, you know, unlimited, these unlimited Metro cards that be saving lives. And we be contemplating going upstairs and taking Ubers and Lyfts that we do not have the money for. Right. Or can't, money that can be used in for other, areas, other ways like, that shouldn't have to not, be transportation. Right. Not when I'm supposed to be getting home in 30 minutes and it turns into an hour and 45. Like. So all in all, I think we just need to look at only in NYC. Has It has been a lot about the trains. But if anything that we can give advice on is just thinking about where you live. Yes, leaving a little bit earlier, but you shouldn't have to. It's more about thinking what's going to be next. Like when is the bubble going to burst in this city? Literally, uh, it's it's frightening considering that we're young, you know, we're young people living through this and planning to be here for you know a little while longer who knows what the next steps will be for us the takeover is located in new york city like it's who we are for right now and we're gonna have to just roll with it i guess yeah that's really it just see where it where it takes us or where it doesn't take us because the mta sometimes doesn't gotta go and so with that wherever you are the world is in need of 
You say it. <laughs> we'll both say I it. I pointed to her. Um, the world is in, in need, need of, of Christmas. Christmas. Except not everybody celebrates Christmas. So. so the world is in need of the holiday season. Yes. I think, yes, a rest, a break, mm. um, rejuvenation. And you say it every week, but. Family. Seriously. Chosen or otherwise. Yes. And just like the world needs some time right now to just reflect, to be so happy, to give each other the gift of being around each other. Because for so long you might have been separated from people, have not seen people. She's lighting up across from Jerski retweeted your tweet. Oh, he did. I, I did see it, but I didn't want to, you know, be so hype about it. But yes, he did. And <laughs> I talked about the takeover. I talked yes, about, the, I, I added know. the takeover on purpose so that hopefully he saw it. But, um, product placement, <laughs> product placement. The world's in need of product placement too because we're trying to be placed. The takeover's trying to be placed everywhere. But yes, back to the holiday season. It has brought me so much joy. Over the past couple of days, just waiting for Monday. Um, on Monday, I will be at my old pastor, my retired pastor's house with his family because they invite us every year, knowing that my mother and I are just two. So we always get invited somewhere. Um, so I think that's really nice. Um, I haven't put up a Christmas tree in my house since I was eight years old because my mother used to do it for me just because she knew that that was something imperative. But after a while, she was like, Christine, here's your gifts because we're not putting up a tree to put it back down. So it'll be great to ex experience a tree out in Rosedale, Queens. That's where I'll be. No, Laurelton, Laurelton, Queens. Where will you be for um, your holiday season, Kristen? I'll in the be beginning, in, you'll yes, be where? Yes, I'll be here in New York for Christmas. And then for New Year's, I'll be in Baltimore. We don't have to talk about that. You'll see it when you see it or you won't because that's how they are. Um, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I'll see it. I'll be with my boyfriend. I'll see for it. The New Year's. I'll see it because it's gonna be friggin' bomb, and I'm gonna <laughs> be like the number one commenter, liker, subscriber, sharer of all of their whatever they give us, whatever content they I'm bless dead. us with. We <laughs> like we like Beyonce. Nah, what it, you guys. You know, well, when she was like very secret, like <laughs> oh, yes. she's like where she just didn't not secret, but like she just didn't post anything. We didn't know they were married until she went on well, to yeah, Oprah. I said post. Like, yeah, we didn't know they were married popping. until Oprah was like, is that a ring on your finger <laughs> on the Oprah Winfrey show? And she was like, I actually don't do, think we I do it intentionally. It we actually like, we get together and we like, we like, why don't we have pictures of each other? We have pictures like selfies. With each other, but we have, not uh, like for the people. We're, it's not No, not us. even like, uh, yeah, exactly. Our, our selfies are like our selfies. Right. But we don't have like the pictures where we're like standing next to each other and someone else is taking it. And that's because we're literally like. All by ourselves. We're always like together and we're just there's like never so a, into each other. There's never a third wheel when they're together. <laughs> I used to be when I was in college and then. I'm done. There's no need for it. Yeah, long distance, man. That's what it does to Just you. get like, some random people in the party that y'all go and to. And be like, to, here, take this. Take a picture. And please. then send yeah. it to me first before you put it out anywhere so I can like it. <laughs> I'm good. Okay. But with that, y'all, it's a, been a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah. Okay. Happy whatever you celebrate. Celebrate happy whatever life. you don't celebrate. You know. Okay. And, oh, Relly Rel will be back with us, yay, for a couple. So it's great to see, see that oh, he's yes, back. Indeed. He's back for the holidays, too. It's just a great time. Um, also, happy 2017. It's coming to a close. And happy 2018 when it comes. Yes. With that, we're going to tune out. I like that. She did She did that, but she didn't do new music. She's disrespectful. <laughs> yes, you guys. We are tuning out of The Takeover with Kristen and Christine. Woo!